0: Today we are sharing from Job, and I want to share with you one of our favorite verses, Job 19. For I know that my Redeemer lives, and at the last he will stand upon the earth. And after my skin has been thus destroyed, yet in my flesh I shall, I shall see God, whom I shall see for myself, and my eyes shall behold, and not another. That is a hope we cling to while we talk about Job today.
1: We are back I'm sure you've missed us you've taken you know a little Christmas break hiatus but um I'm sure we'll get into it as we talk through this episode a little bit life happens and that's where we could just leave it but we are back today <laughs> discussing um the book of Job which we both finished this though probably a while ago but um just t- chit-chatting about it today I think as weird as it's is to say we both kind of enjoyed this But I loved it. I don't know Like, don't it was just why. different. It was a different vibe than I feel like yeah. the rest of the, the... Where we'd been up to in the Old Testament.
0: Esther was different. I liked Esther's Job too. Job was
1: different. It just wasn't, like, so much of the Israelite history and repetition and...
0: Yeah. Psalms is getting rough. Yeah.
1: It's Let's really talk rough. Talk about repetition. I don't <laughs> even know
0: what we would say about Psalms. But, no, I really liked Job. I don't think I had... had you ever read it? I don't think I'd read it, like, from...
1: To back yeah I think you like pull out the key verses and you like from know the overall whatever. story yeah but I've never
0: sat down and read Job no
1: so though for those of you that haven't you probably have already turned this off by now but <laughs> for those of you that haven't read Job like just a quick summary is you have Job he's a wealthy man in Uz, Uz. Uz. the land of us. not to be confused with Oz Oz <laughs> Um, has like all the sheep, all the cattle, all the riches, has a good family, has, um.
0: The uh, greatest is that he's yeah. the greatest.
1: And, but I think the key to know in all this is like, yeah, he was like earthly wealthy, but he was also spiritually wealthy. Like had a really, really strong faith. I wonder if he would have given David or a run for his you money. Know, like, you know, David is a man after God's own heart. But I kind of wonder, I feel like. I wonder if they're related.
0: Well, they'd have to. That's a whole <laughs> genealogy I'm not willing well, to try. Let's go right back now. to Matthew right yeah. now and see where that
1: goes, plays out. But yeah, so then somehow, some way, like, this Satan. This no, is fr- the point that, part that, like, frustrates me. And yeah, both of us. But, like, somehow God and Satan talk. Like, I don't. Do, do they, they hang out? Do they talk right now? I don't know. Like, I didn't think that Satan could go to heaven. I don't know. But, like, somehow they
0: talk. Satan wants to test Job. Or, Satan, what, what was the struggle there? Satan was like, if I take everything away from Job, he won't love you, God. And God's like, let's give it a try. <laughs> like, yeah. that's really like. And He's,
1: he basically was like, do your
0: best. And right, the devil did. He but, like, him. as you read through the story, like, you have to keep reminding yourself, like, that's the whole reason Job is walking through this, which is annoying. Like, it's. Yeah, it's hard to understand. Yeah, I feel like it's really frustrating. Especially because
1: I'm one that, like, in today's age, I feel like God gets blamed for so much. Like, if someone gets cancer, someone is going right. to a rough spot. They're like, why would God do this to me? I'm like, God's not doing it to you. Like, but is he? But he did to Joe. <laughs> How faithful are you? Because if you're super faithful, <laughs> he
0: might Maybe. really be doing it to No, I don't. I wonder if God chooses to work in this way now. Like, uh, this is Old Testament time, before Jesus time, so, um, yeah. I don't know, like, one of the themes I liked in Job, not liked, but, like, you you saw Job's depression. And, like, I don't think, I don't even know if the word depression is used in the Bible, but I feel like you really saw him, like, uh, even, like, in the first couple of chapters, it's like he questioned his birth, like, I've I've walked with people that are solo that are like, Why am I even here? Why do I even exist? Why did you allow me to be born? Right? Like mm-hmm. to me that's the epitome of depression. Yeah. Um and I saw that like a lot of themes in here where Job was definitely depressed. hmm Um Yeah. <clears throat> as his like, yeah, but so basically
1: they the devil's like I want to test him I underlined one part that said all right do with him as you please the lord said to satan but spare his life so that's all he said it was like don't kill him just don't kill him and that's literally what the devil did he killed all his children he took all his livestock he took all his wealth he like did something to his land he made him suffer physically didn't he he got sick so
0: wife died
1: killed oh I think all of his family died He literally the man literally had nothing. So that is your setup for this story that Megan and I enjoyed so much.
0: <laughs> this is the best. <laughs> this is our favorite book so far. <laughs> One of the things I really liked about Job though too was um you got to see like his um thinking process of like like he was really like wrestling with himself internally. So you got to hear like his pain and then like how he was working it out. Like I don't know if you do this. Maybe I'm just weird. But I do have these conversations with God. Like, why are you allowing this to happen? Is this because? Do you think something better is going to come? Like, you know, just that like out loud processing that maybe out loud process, people who don't out loud process do internally. But I felt like in like Job, like it was around like six through 10, you saw him, you heard him through his words doing what I know I do when I'm trying to process big things that are happening. Which I think... I think that's what was pretty comforting to me. Mm-hmm. Like that—that that was a piece I really liked, Joe.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. You're like way ahead of me. I'm, I'm sorry, sorry I'm like six. Go yeah. ahead. Bring us back. Bring us back to the first couple of chapters. There was just a lot in there of like how everybody died, but I didn't. Yeah, and then he confronts his friends. I
1: highlighted one thing when his wife was talking to him. She was like, basically, curse God and yes. die. And she's like, come on, like let's like our children are dead, and, like, let's just get she this She wanted him with. to be yeah. mad at God. Yeah, and he was like, should we only accept good things from the hand of God and never anything bad? Which I thought that was, I don't.
0: It's hard to think about bad things coming from the hand of God, but, I mean, clearly in this book they did. I, I think bad things, hard things maybe. Yeah. I think there are hard things that come from God. I don't know that we would label them bad, I guess.
1: But then how much do they come from God and
0: how much did they come from sin? Right. You know. Again, like this, these were things God was allowing to happen. He didn't make them happen. Like Mm -hmm. he allowed them to
1: happen. One, God doesn't intercede for us all the time now. He Mm -hmm. did when he put the tree in and said, don't eat from it. And then we ate from it. And then he was like, I can't hold your hand anymore. Like I did. I tried. I gave you a whole beautiful garden that you could live in. And this is what you chose. So when bad things happen, I mean, this is a little weird because the devil, he basically <laughs> said to Satan, do, like don't That's kill him. That's what's weird about this and book because get-
0: that narrative is going on behind the scenes and Job doesn't know it. Yeah. Does Job ever figure that out? I don't ever remember saying, and God spoke to Job. And told him, I
1: made, I made a But I Saint feel like Jesus. in some of his speeches, you kind of get a vibe that he knows that something's happening. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your faith right. is super strong. I kind of made a note, and I kind of stuck with this, is, like, it makes you think, like, when the devil looks at you, how does he take note of you?
0: hmm
1: Like, does he look at me and be like, ooh, yeah, I really got to push her. Her faith is super strong. And okay, like, like,
0: that's an easy one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Like,
1: just put a phone in her hand, and you're going to, you know, like, <laughs> get her distracted or show her something on TV, you know. Mm-hmm. But then, like... On the flip side, like how does God see me? Like would He be like, "Oh yeah, she's gonna be a tough Not one to Until Don't take that one on. Yeah, <laughs> she'd be pretty easy to break. So,
0: and if you put Lauren and Megan in a room together, <laughs> <laughs> one couple
1: hours done. You know, <laughs> all joking aside, I feel like it really did make me evaluate. Like, yeah, how did it? Where's my like, faith? in? yeah, yeah.
0: Because I wondered too if. This sounds really, really bad, but there are definitely those people out there who are super strong Christians and they're annoying about it. You know, they're just like, this is not good either, but like I was with a group of DCEs and um, I love DCEs. I am a DCE, but there is this sometimes vibe in the DCE world that like God is great all the time and all the time God is great. And that annoys the piss out of me of like, I want... I don't want somebody who's just like cheerful all the time. Like I want that real life mm-hmm. Christian around.
1: Well, and that's what faith is. I mean, you see it like in all these stories. Even like as you get into the Psalms, like you have some Psalms yeah. where David's like, "I love you, God. You're the best." And then some Psalms he's like, "Where are you? Like, why are you, you doing do the same this?" To me? Exactly. He says that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I, and that's what I think. That I wonder if Job had this like real life presence about him before. Satan tempted him. Or was mm-hmm. he one of those, like, everything's wonderful all the time?
1: Yeah, I don't think he did based on his yeah based on his conversations with his friends.
0: Yeah, probably not. Okay, so then I would like him before. Yeah, I think he would. <laughs> now, after all these things happen, I mean, you kind of get the sense that he's, like, the biggest Debbie Downer. I never got that vibe. No? mm Like, I felt like people didn't want to be around him.
1: Well... I mean, would you want to be around,
0: would you want to be around people
1: after you literally have everything taken away from you I'm and you're not. like, all I have to do is do it strong in my faith?
0: <laughs> yeah, that would probably be a hard narrative. Um, I thought the other thing you could really see in Job is grief. Um, even like how he expressed it to his friends um, and that he was really trying to work out what he was feeling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah you could tell that there was something off i feel like he
1: could tell and it just i feel like it had a different vibe than just blaming god when bad things happen kind of thing like we tend to do like he was still good with god but he's kind of like
0: what is happening yeah there's this one verse and uh it's uh job 13 verse 15 it says though he slay me i will put my hope in him yet i will argue my ways to his face so he was like yes i trust you but i'm still gonna tell you god like When I'm mad or when I'm frustrated or... Mm -hmm. Which I love that. I, like, that is maybe me to an epitome. Like, fine. I believe in you and I hope in you. But I'm still going to let you have it when I don't know what the frick you're doing. Well, and again, in
1: the Psalms, I feel like God wants us to do that. Like, he teaches us how to lament. There is a way to do it. Right. And I feel like he would rather Job talk to him than, like... So what happens in Job is that like his friends come to visit and they try and talk to him, but his friends don't, they're pulling him. I feel like further away from God than they are pushing him to God. And sometimes I feel like that's what we do with our friends. Like if you sit down and you're going through a crappy situation, I might just rile you up and be on your side and make you like either more frustrated with like the person that you're mad with or something like that. Whereas like if you like aired out with God you could have a whole different sense of peace than you would talking to any, like... Yeah. ...human. So I think... And if anyone can handle our anger, it's it's gone. probably going to be gone. More so than people, like, down here.
0: <laughs> I think there really was a sense, too, that, like... the The people started to get really uncomfortable with his grief. Like, really uncomfortable with his lamenting so much and, like uncomfortable with what they saw him going through and I feel like that is so true today like I see that happen all the time with people um and even like to the point and I know we've talked about it on here like I just need to make you feel better so it makes me feel better that you're not sad anymore because you being sad makes me feel bad so it has nothing to do with you being sad anymore it's like how you make me feel um uh, I think that's a big thing we deal with like with people with grief and loss and just different things of like, I need you to get over this because you're making me feel bad that I keep watching you go through this. Um, and I don't know that everybody is like equipped to walk with people through grief.
1: It's hard not to fix. Right. That's I mean, the key hard. word, fixing. And it's hard to sit with people. Yeah. But I wonder, too, in, like, Job's situation, they're like, okay, you've been doing this for a while now. Like, like how long do you when think? When are we going to move on? But, like, at the same time, I'm like, okay, so how long do you grieve when you lose a spouse? And then on top of that, let's grieve all of our children, all of our livestock, all of our wealth, like, our status, our health. Right? Like, that's not just a... I don't know, like, the time. I don't know the time span. I don't think that really gave us, like, I don't days, think weeks, set, right? months, years, yeah. or whatever. But... <clears throat> I don't think you can, like, everyone's journey is different. But I also think Job was fueled by his friends who were trying to go so against what he was doing and saying. That that probably didn't help his process, grief process, anger process either. No, because they I were think just that was making frustrating. A, yeah.
0: Me. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. He's probably just like, just do this. Let me move on. Like, let me. <laughs> I, I,
0: you know, I had this piece in here of, like, we have to allow other people to experience pain. And it doesn't mean that because you experience pain, you've done something wrong. Like that kind of started to be a narrative at times of like, well, he must have really made God mad because God's making him experience that pain. And it was completely the opposite. Um, And so that the pain isn't our punishment. Like, I don't know. I think that's a backwards way. I think that's different than how most people think nowadays. Like if something bad is happening, you must be being punished for something. Mm Mm-hmm. Which can it be further from the truth most times?
1: Yeah. We just got to always find someone to blame. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. and
1: one of her summaries, I, like it was towards the end of 15, she's like, we can't know all of God's purposes, but we can learn to lean on him and trust him more every hour. Mm-hmm. And we're never going to fully understand why things happen. Right. I mean, it sucks that like, sin is in the world and all this kind of stuff. And we're never going to, like, that's something we fully can't understand. But you can practice the daily effort of leaning on God in the tough situations, and you might understand a little bit more what's going on.
0: Well, it's that idea of, like, you don't get... I've all... This is, like, a whole theory, but, like, God sees everything that happens in this world in one time frame, and we walk in the present time Mm -hmm. frame, right? And so we don't get to see... It in, like, one fell swoop like God does. Yeah, I wrote in, in her little summary, like, I like this analogy that things can taste bitter for a bit, but the sweet taste will come. And we don't get to see it all in, like, all at one time. So, trusting that something better comes out of bitter seasons. Probably something I need to hear right now. <laughs> and that sometimes bitter seasons can last longer than we want them to, or... yeah. I wonder if that's why, like, intentionally, I never saw the time frame in the Job story. Like, you didn't know how no. long. Or, no, like, how it, long it took for everybody to die. Yeah.
1: They just said a second. It wasn't like, yeah, one day, it wasn't like five weeks later, mm-hmm. Job's family was killed six weeks later. Yeah. Or when his friends come, it was never, like, a month later. It almost seemed like it was, like, one fluid time. Yeah. But I don't but know. But it
0: had to expand over time. Yeah. I would think. Um, we get into one of my favorite verses, and I'm really skipping ahead of probably where you are, but one of my very, very, very favorite verses is in chapter 19, that I know that my Redeemer lives, and at last I shall see God. Mm-hmm. And, um, I read that verse at my, uh, Pastor Mulder's funeral, and, uh, my father-in-law just died, uh, I guess it's been two weeks now since he died. Um, and we, and it, um, pastor Todd shared it at his funeral too. And it is just like that hope verse, you know, mm-hmm. I think that verse goes on as like when my fe- when my flesh will f- fail. fail and yeah. all of that. And it's like a very vivid, vivid, I don't know, imagery.
1: Yeah. When my, my grandpa's, you know, the pastor used that phrase a lot because he would like meet with my grandpa or he would like when my grandpa was at Bible studies Like when they would, he would like, they would get in, apparently they would get in like different debates or whatever. And then you'd have my like grandpa come in with this like calm and cool collected and just be like, I know that my redeemer lives. And that's all you need to know. Like at the end of the day, like we could probably just wrap up right now.
0: That's all you need to know. With that, like
1: at the end of the day, through all the suffering, like Job acknowledged the most important thing of our faith.
0: Right. Like that was his founding hope.
1: Exactly. And it
0: wasn't in like a shove it in your face and make you happy. Like, I think that's why I like that verse of like, it's just what I know. (laughs) And it doesn't. Oh, it can impact my mood in such different ways, but I know this. Like I, I hold to that truth. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. I I read that verse at Pastor Mulder's funeral, and it's always stuck with me. I choked. I couldn't quite get through it, though. Man, I cried my eyes out during that um, verse. But I just go back. I, I I thought I saw repeatedly in Job how his pain and his grief made other people feel uncomfortable, and I think that it. I see that all over the place today. Like we are, like what you said, like we are not always okay just sitting with people in their pain. And as a therapist, like I, I actually, when I was meeting with my students this week, like we talked about that of like, you don't have to end every counseling session on a happy note. Like you don't have to tie it all up in a bow and make them feel better before they walk out of their, out of your office. Like some people like need a place for things to be uncomfortable and and like you being big enough and able to hold it
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I think that's you know that's a, a huge thing of counseling or just of like walking with somebody through difficult times of not trying to fix it and not trying to make it pretty and just like trying to be fully present when they are grieving and angry and a lot
1: when do you think that's come about that we always have to have like a a happy face like I think we'll probably do a podcast on this but just like being authentic yeah like you're supposed to hide emotions especially if they're negative
0: there are definitely narratives out there and i i i don't blame media for everything but i mean i think i I don't know i think we all grew up with like the 30 minute sitcom where like you have a problem and you resolve it in 30 Mm -hmm. minutes Mm
1: -hmm.
0: right and you have to end the show with things being great i don't think we see that as much in media anymore like i do think they'll leave you cliffhangers or whatever um but I was talking with a client yesterday about the show, This Is Us. And that one hits me as, like, they didn't tie up everything, no. right? Like, they very much worked with reality. And so, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think we've always talked about on here, like, own those negative. And they're, I, hate, I, even, I hate calling them negative emotions because they're not negative emotions. They're emotions that maybe lead you to do negative things at times. But I wouldn't call them negative emotions, but they are the ones that people shy away from.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, Sorry, I'm just processing. <laughs> what internally? Is that what you're doing? <laughs> um, there were verses upon verse, or chapters upon chapters of him just like arguing. With his yeah, friends. so then,
1: like, back and forth, if you've never read it, like, he had three friends that came and talked to him, and they would come, and I think they got more frustrated as it went on, just yes. as long as Job did, but it kind of started off with, like, basically, what have you done wrong? Acknowledge what you did wrong. You're being punished for a reason, and Job, like, would come back and be like, I did nothing wrong. I did nothing wrong. I did nothing wrong. Blah, 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 blah. And they would come back with him, and it just, I feel like it just got harsher towards him, and then his words were harsher towards them, of like, yeah. what is wrong, like... Shut up! Like I know, like he was. Com- like obviously, Job could not have been perfect because no,
0: no human
1: is. But if it's comparable to like a David, like we know of, we know more of his sins. But like,
0: yeah, we don't really know all of Job's sins.
1: Yeah, but obviously, like God knew that he was faithful, and I feel like Job was very confident in that,
0: mm-hmm. and his friends were not listening. I did write down here, like, Job sounds so wise in the way that he responded to his friends. And I was like, where does his wisdom come from? Like, that has to be a wisdom from God, then the heat of the moment. Because, like, I've worked with people who have been in such despair that to not turn and, like, I mean, to be honest with you, right? Like, not turn and want to take your own life Mm -hmm. after everything gets taken away from you and you feel so hopeless. Yeah. Um. But he does have this like wisdom about him, and like an eloquent way that he like says things. Mm-hmm. And you're like, dude.
1: Yeah. You're probably dealing with like leprosy right now, and you're like,
0: oh. <laughs> but in as it goes on, I did write one place, um, maybe in in chapter thirty where he did say like, um, maybe God allowed it, like, and so I did question like, does he ever find out? Yeah. But he starts to kind of maybe get the idea.
1: Yeah, this is definitely a book where you're like, oh. it's like with those movies where you're like, I need more of the story. Yeah. Where it just ends like, what are the details? So you're like reading a book and you're like, we're missing this like detail here. Like, what mm-hmm. is it? Like, did God ever come down and be like, hey, you survived? Let me shake your hand. Like,
0: well, and wasn't there a it. time where was God like absent? Like, was He speaking audibly to people then? I don't remember that it said in here that God like god was speaking to satan but i don't think yeah. it said like god was speaking like out loud to job no i never said that in job so even even maybe more like relatable to our lives then because yeah. if he really couldn't hear him and he was like that that's what i appreciate about job, like sorting through it like i could see his thought process like mm-hmm. weaving it out um and he does kind of land in a place like maybe just god allowed this to happen to me
1: yeah There's something, like I have little notes in my Bible, this kind of, this is from like Job 5, but it kind of works with it. It was talking about protection and said, when when does God intervene and when does, doesn't he, we don't know. An evil person develops an evil plan, God frustrates it, but we may never know about it. Mm -hmm. So it's like we always expect God to act, but like God could have removed us from like a lot of bad situations that we'll never know about.
0: Right. Kind of thing. We only think so, about like, for So, <laughs>
1: for Job, like obviously we know he was like, just don't kill him. So he did mm-hmm. remove that bad thing from Job. <laughs> but like you don't know like later on, like throughout the Bible, like or even our lives, like what has God saved me from? Like he gets yeah the blame for bad things, but like what else has he like what has he frustrated in my life that like did not happen? Mm-hmm. You know. It
0: would but be I interesting think, if we could know all those things. Yeah.
1: But I think Job, like, recognizes that more than I do.
0: Well, I'm sure Job would be sitting there thinking, like, so why didn't I die with all of them? Yeah. There has to be a reason I lived. Like, because a lot of people that, like, survive things, traumas or whatever, yeah. have that first sense of, like, oh, man, I wish I would have died. That's, and yeah. So yeah. Or, like, it, if you're like... in a
1: car accident and, like, a mm-hmm. child dies and you don't, it's like, why didn't... Why do you allow this yeah. to happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I think that is common language, though. Like, why did God allow this to happen? For believers, at least, yeah. Why does he allow things? I don't like know it? why
1: that that just phrases just like a pet peeve for me. Because he didn't. Yeah, okay. He. Didn't I mean, hear? he did, but we were the ones that brought sin into the world. He gave us a perfect world, and then like he gave us right. free will. We're living in a world where we have free will. Like, what do we? We want to be mm-hmm. controlled? If we were, we'd, we'd be all the same robotic people that choose the same things
0: you know right and then that's not genuine like love and trust but i do think in some ways though like there, like you said there are definitely things god intercedes on and then other things that he doesn't so then we say he allows them yeah not that he caused them i think those are different but
1: he'd have to do a heck of a lot of interceding with all the crap that we do he'd be
0: like oh my gosh it's like (laughs) i will never get a moment of rest ever people are so freaking crazy
1: it's like that. What's a Bruce Almighty when he like becomes God and he has to like answer all the prayers and he's like, "Oh my
0: gosh!" gosh. <laughs> I go to that movie a lot for like different visuals. Yeah. Um. Okay, so then towards the end of Job, this random dude comes in. Can you say his name? Oh, Elinor? Eleanor. Eli. Who? Eli. Elihu. Elihu. For that age, I can't read my own hair. We're gonna call him Eli. <laughs> And he, I feel like he starts defending mm-hmm. Job. Yeah.
1: For the little first part. Mm-hmm. But then like towards the end, I mean, even the headings are like, accuses Job of arrogance, reminds Job of God's justice. <laughs> so I, I put in here, I feel conflicted and confused with his words.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he says something to Job that I liked. He said, my pressure will not be heavy upon you. And I was like, that's what I need. When I'm struggling, I don't need people to, like, put more pressure on me. Um, because I, I kind of felt like when the friends kept coming at Job, there was a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. Like, a ton of pressure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't think you did as much at the beginning, but even towards the end, I, like, I put that, I was like, all these people just keep speaking to Job and they're not listening to him. Yeah. And I, I, I noted that later, like, earlier on, too, of, like, we as like people just need to do a better job listening, rather than like jumping to conclusions or fixing it. Like sometimes it's just okay to like sit and not. I feel like you and I do a good job of that. Of like if I need a safe place just to dump, you you just listen and you don't try and fix like right. or like say a solution or like. I mean, every now and then you might be like, oh, that really sucks. But like sometimes you or just like want to.
0: That shit's crazy. <laughs> yeah, like
1: sometimes you just need a place. Like you just want people to listen and like a non judgmental way
0: but see I think the reason that some people can't and I even get to the place where I can't is I'm more focused on me than I am mm-hmm. the person in front of me and I feel like that's always like a, almost like internal gut check people need to do because that's where it got to with his friends of like they're they actually ended up being more worried about the perception of Job and mm-hmm. like how it impacted them than actually being worried about Job,
1: Job yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's a good, like even like even in your grief and stuff, like oh it's been a year, you should be snapped out of this. Come on, like right, you're making you're me my really, mother, like you're my mother. Move on from his death, kind of thing. Like
0: you're making me really uncomfortable. when We have to keep yeah, talking about exactly. This. You're Which, like, why aren't you leaving hanging. the
1: house? And people are asking me, why aren't you leaving the house? And it's not my deal. And yeah, yeah,
0: that's a good point. I, don't I do think, about think that. I do think we have to be like. So, like, as counselors, you're taught to, like, pause and, like, if something's, like, rumbling up in you. Like, is that, a, is that your thing or is it the client's thing? And so I think, I think just people in general need to do a better, like, gut check of, like, is this my issue or is this their issue? Because it's easy to say it's everybody else's yeah. issue. Yeah. Um, okay, wait. At the end, God did talk to Job. I wrote that I he did. God answers Job. I forget all about these after we're done reading them. The Lord. And they oh, have this, after like, after the dialogue. Lord had
1: finished speaking to Job. Yeah. then <laughs> he goes to Alaphaz, I'm angry with you and your two friends. <laughs> I was like, yeah, God. <laughs> what does he speak to him? Oh, the Lord challenges.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. 39,
1: yeah. What's that? I'm like, God, why are you challenging Job? But I guess Job did raise, like, some things, like... Some questions about God.
0: And then Job repents for questioning him. Yeah. And then you know, did you catch the little tidbit? So this is a whole little side tangent. But you know how we have the comfort dogs in Florida and one of them's named Jemima? Mm-hmm. Jemima is Job's daughter. Oh, is that at the end? Yes. Oh. I was like, Jemima, now I finally I know. found you.
1: Yeah, because they all have biblical names, right? Yeah, and so I'd never known what Jemima was. Eliphaz will not be a comfort <laughs> It's
0: one of Job's friends. No Eliphaz. But Jemima, it made me happy.
1: <laughs> yeah, so like the ending of it, like, he blessed the Lord, or he was blessed. He had sheep, camels, oxen, donkeys. He gave him seven more sons, three more daughters.
0: There's your pretty ending.
1: So... In a land, no women were as lovely as the daughters of Job. And he lived 140 years.
0: Oh my gosh, that's a long life. So I want to know how many years he suffered. Yeah. Like, that would be interesting to find out. But like, yeah.
1: Like, was he an Abraham, like, having all these children as an old man? Maybe. Uh,
0: or did it happen to him young, and then it was something he walked through? You know how you, like, meet people and, like... Like, oh, I didn't know you, like, had a wife before and she died and you had... Like, there is sometimes that you meet those people that they've walked through something and then they've overcome it. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of the story of Job. Although I don't like that it ends pretty. Always bothers me.
1: Mm, I do. <laughs> you would. I do. Give me a good romance novel. <laughs> no, because he was put, like, I mean, not that I don't want everyone to have a happy ending, but, like, God, we know that God intentionally did this to him.
0: Yeah, or we don't, I, know. I don't think
1: that, I don't think that God intentionally, like, I mean, there's a plan in everything. Right. But I don't like to sit here and think, like, that God is intentionally giving someone cancer. No. Maybe he, like, you can learn, like, I feel like through, like, David's uncle, we've learned a lot, like, a lot of people have seen faith act out through his journey, but it wasn't like, oh, yeah, all these people, their faith is struggling, let's give him cancer just so they can turn learn, this around you know yeah. no I hear you but like we know intentionally they, God talked to Satan okay, but and was like God you know, allowed
0: it like he yeah yeah I he guess kept yeah. The he door did not open. do it he did not yeah he, he didn't did not do it, it. it but yeah. yeah I love
1: I feel like I, I texted this to someone I love how she summarizes it at the end She goes, I wonder if the idea of faith in God and trusting in the sovereign hand of God is only comforting when He think when we think He will restore us. Mm. But we can't trust that God will redeem our situations. We can trust He's doing something good. It's when we truly understand God's character that we can say, Blessed be the name of the Lord. And she like talked about like in this section, she talked about like how she had miscarriages and stuff like that. But like I feel like we want God to redeem us in the way we want him to redeem us. And when he doesn't redeem us in that certain way or restore our lives in that certain way, we're just like, "What the heck?" Right. Whereas, like God's like, "No, I'm going to do it in a different way, and it's going to be great." Yeah. But like, you, we almost have to shift our perspective, and I feel like that's where Job was at: is that his faith was so strong, he had this like conversations with God where he could lay everything out with him, he argued with him, he praised him, and I feel like his that's where why he was probably chosen is because his faith was so centered around what God is going to do,
0: not what I want God to do for me. Right. Like I go back to that verse. I know that my redeemer lives. Yeah. It's not that like, I know my redeemer lives and he's going to make me happy before I die. It's no, I just know that he lives. Yeah.
1: But I feel like the, the, the people that struggle with faith, like that I've seen in my life, it's because they want something to happen in a certain way. And when it doesn't, mm-hmm. they're just like, well, then why? Like, why did, why would God allow this to happen? Why would God do right. this? Like, but it's like, well, think about what it like, what has happened
0: after that, or what you know? Well, and I think as humans, we are we can be kind of flawed of like, well, this is the point. Like, if this doesn't ha- if this doesn't take place, then nothing else matters to me. Mm-hmm. And God just again, like, He looks at the world in a different perspective than we ever can. Mm-hmm. It is kind of nice when you get to see these stories in the Bible and see that perspective from Him in yeah. some ways, right?
1: Yeah. And just active practice of like our priorities are not. Mm-hmm. maybe what God's plan is for our life you know we have a plan right. that maybe we could see playing out but God's plan could be so much greater and yeah there's gonna be pain along the way lots of it mm-hmm. and struggles and hardships and but I think you can like what you can take from Job and this could be my takeaway is like what what do you do with those problems like mm-hmm. do you sit with them and let them take you over or do you fight with them like Job did do you fight with God? Do you stand up for them? Do you continue to, like, I don't know where I'm going with this. But, or do you, like, sit and wallow? Because, like, yeah. I think his friends just wanted him to, like, okay, let it, like, not wallow, but just admit you were wrong and move on
0: admit you screwed it up and it's all your fault and then you can move on.
1: But also that's easier to say than done because right now like I don't have a lot going on like <laughs> negative going on a lot in my life whereas I know that there are other people that it's just like one thing after the other and it's just like okay you're
0: like I don't know how much more I can do. Yeah. I think some of my takeaways is I appreciate that Job sets the example of like work work it through like work it through with God work it through internally like Keep talking it out (laughs) because we all know that's what I'm going to keep doing. Um, But also that there's been this theme from the beginning of the world that like your pain makes me uncomfortable and I got to deal with me so I can help you, right? Or not even so I can help you, just so I can sit with you. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's a lot of grief in Job. Grief makes me super uncomfortable. Death makes me really uncomfortable. And we've had some death in my family recently. So like it's just... It's just all uncomfortable. I wonder how Job lived differently afterwards. Like, I wonder if his life took a drastic change or mm-hmm. if it was just like, I held on to that hope and I just kept holding, up, holding on holding that No, Did you feel like he hope. needed to? I don't feel like there's too much that he would have to change. No, I think God's point was like, Satan, I'm going to show you. And actually, God did prove Satan wrong in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know that it stopped Satan from...
1: I don't think Job at any point in time questioned, like, God. He maybe got frustrated with him, like, why is this happening?
0: But I don't think he, he ever questioned his faith. I don't think he questioned his faith. I think he questioned God. Yeah. And I think those are big different things. But, yeah. Just drawing back to that hope. And that and that, that hope doesn't always make you, like, giddy and happy and joyful mm-hmm. all the time. That that hope is just, like, a solid anchor. I feel like that's a hymn. Oh. So there's a hymn
1: about an anchor?
0: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> a bunch of them. <laughs> Well, we're moving on to Psalms. Actually, we're already in Psalms, and um, yeah, it's not as exciting. I'm not going to lie. It was was fun
1: at the beginning, but then you realize that there's like 150 of them.
0: (laughs) So we might be back on to talk about Psalms, and maybe our favorite. It
1: could be pretty short.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It'll be a 10-minute episode. Um, But yeah, we've decided we're reading through the Bible in a decade? Not a decade. Half a decade?
1: You're so negative about this. We'll get it done when we get it done. Okay. We're keeping on trucking. <laughs> Thanks for joining us <laughs> on our trek. <laughs>
0: Bye for now.